Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Game Time Decisions presents the DFS Lineup Lock Hour, sponsored by DailyRoto.com. Lineup Lock Live, Game Time Decisions. What the hell is going on here right now? I told you, there's some serious stuff. The tournament referee's going, Djokovic, something's going on Whoa, here. whoa, whoa, what's going no, on I here? think he's out. I think he's done. He might have been DQ'd. I got muddy on this. I got the over, too. What the hell's going on? What? Find out. Unbelievable conclusion. Oh, is it uh, maybe due to? Uh, is it? Oh, just no. They're, it's a continuation, right? Because it's uh, been going on for so long. It's too dark. No, they're 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 indoors. What the hell's going on here? I don't know what's going on. Like they're asking everyone. To, I don't. I don't know what just happened. Uh, we'll get this online in a second. We have the, okay. obviously we're doing a show of sounds yeah. down here. And exactly. Cam noticed. He's like, look. No, the referee came down. It didn't look right. But officials walked on the court. And yeah. what just happened here? Like, I, I don't know. And, of course, I got, I got like 350 bucks on this right now. Of course, man. Nothing's ever easy. It's unbelievable. I got the over on this. It's sailing over. And I got Djokovic, and they stop it. And he's, he's up yeah. two sets to one. I don't think. I think their match is going to be continued. What the hell just happened? That's what I'm trying to figure out. What is it? Because uh, match suspended. Like they wouldn't have said if if it was over. It would have had. They would have had different information. Like he's leaving. Like they didn't have a font for any of that that stuff. Here we go. Oh, Isner. Like you know, I don't want to know about this. All right, we'll just. uh, I'm going to find out. We got. We got to get to. We'll get to our DFS in a second. We we will. You're not going to believe some of the pictures uh, I put out tonight, Gabe. You're really going to love it, buddy. The DFS. Got some real uh, doozies for you tonight. Twitter's letting me down right now. Oh, it's a curfew. Curfew? It's a curfew. Yeah, so they just continue the match the next day. It's 11 o'clock. Yeah, see? Told you. I knew knew, because if he lost, they would have had... Djokovic is disqualified. He looked angry, though, when the tournament official came down. They didn't show it. It was yeah, just him. angry. He's yeah. on a roll. Yeah. He's up two sets exactly. to one. It's like, bro, like, exactly. we're not waiting. Like, yeah. The thing is, you got to make exceptions sometimes. 
you know what the problem was, Cam? The, the stupid giraffe guy there, the, the two tall dudes, played yeah. for like six and a half hours before. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anderson. Mr. Anderson and Isner. What a screw job if you have tickets for this. <laughs> oh, I know. You have to wait all for these two bozos to get off That's the court. That's the thing. You no might not be able cares. to. You might no not be able cares about Isner you're, and Anderson. You're right. These and, are the big ones, and now you go back. And you can't. You might not have that. Uh, no, no. They'd have to validate your ticket from the match. It's not over. Yeah, yeah. But, you, let, let's, but, but who, 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 say you don't have a hotel room. That's the thing. Say, say you, you don't have to come back the next day. Yeah, exactly. Like, say you came over from on a train. Right now you're stuck in Wimbledon. Yeah. You're, you're stuck and, in the town of and, Wimbledon. And the match is not over. You got a bunch of money on it. Yeah. Oh, that's just great. It's not going to end well now. I was rolling along. I don't believe this. Like, nothing, like, you know what? I can cash out, actually. How much? I bet $150 on the What are they offering? It returns $270. they are offering me $240. Uh, it's almost worth it. You should listen to your inner voice. And I bet $75 on Djokovic. And it returns 150, and they're willing to give me 100 right now. Yeah, that one's a little bit whatever. I think the first one you should look. I invested 225, and I could walk away with 340 right now. So it is a successful bet. I mean, I made. I'm going to tell you, you, how how like if you if you just don't cash out the ticket and it doesn't go according to plan, how pissed off are you going to be when you had a decent cash out option? Who knows? I'll think about it. Yeah, it's something to ponder. I'll tell you what the. The over's looking pretty good. Yeah. The other one, who knows if he's so going to win. So, basically, yeah, I could just sort of abandon. To take take out money from one. Uh, you know what? I might just, I think I'm going to pull out on this, to be honest. Oh. I'm not going to wait till the morning with this. You know what? I placed a bet. I won. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, like I said, I invested $225, and I get yeah. back uh, 340 Nothing wrong with that. You know what they, remember what I told you about Vizine Vince? Yeah. Plus days. Plus units. Yeah, why plus. wait? Because you know plus, where plus. I am now, too, because if you think about this, look now, if they come back in the morning, Cam, and Djokovic just rolls them, it's not going over. Like, where are they at? 10, 19, 19 plus 13, 32. What do you need? Oh, I need uh, over 40 and a half. I'm at 32. So, basically, I just need a 6-3. Yeah. Yeah, that's going to happen. Yeah. I'm, I need I'm a six. sorry. I just did the math. There's I need two be... sets or even like a 6-3. The only way I lose is if Djokovic wins 6-2. 6-love, six, six 6-1, six 6-2. Is he one, really six winning 6-2 when they come back? No. I hope not. <laughs> well, with my luck. Yeah, with your luck. Oh, my God. Djokovic wins 6-love. I'm saying, yeah. Can he really win 6-2? Yeah, yeah. yeah he, watch. Uh, you're he, right. He can. Nadal rolls over, quits, loses 6-1. You're right. Like, I, you know, what, what, what things, am I saying? That can't thing, happen. Things seem suspicious when the when the, when the the tournament officials started marching down there. I didn't like the look of that. I looked at your face, too. You were going, what the hell? Like, you Dude, when I saw Djokovic was getting disqualified. When I saw, remember, he got warned the other day, Gabe? When I saw Djokovic walking off the court, he looked pissed. No, I know he did. And I was wondering, like, I was like, man, like, why is he signing up? Because well, it was weird. He was signing tennis balls. He was being nice to the fans, but he had an angry look on his face. Well, do you remember what happened his last match? He threw his racket into the, the, the grass, right? It was behind the baseline. So the umpire gave him all. He's like, you try. He goes, you did damage to the court. He goes, are you screwing with me? So him, <laughs> no, so him and this one chair umpire, like the whole time, he's like, dude, I don't like you. Like, you're really trying to screw me up. And he's like, Mr. Djokovic, please stop. Like, whatever, right? He freaked out and he, he faked threw a ball at him. He was going to throw a ball at him. He went, eh, and he pulled it back. So he's had a lot of uh, interesting situations so far, this Wimbledon. Like, I know he's a joker and stuff. They call him gay, but he's a pretty intense dude. Like, yeah, no, when he, he gets is. pissed off, he gets really pissed off. 
And uh, I'll tell you that he had a he had a big issue with the chair umpire the other. Yeah, the other yeah. Day. I'll just cash out. It is. It is what it is. All right. So let's get uh, let's blast through some Major League Baseball. Do you have, actually sure. you know what we've got? Uh, we got the Prince. The Prince. Hello. Yes. For what for for NASCAR? Sean Engel. He knows his NASCAR. There's some NASCAR fantasy talk actually coming up at uh, six twenty. So let's Perfect. jump in here. You got your baseball. You have a baseball. Yeah, I do, first? Gabe. I do have a baseball lineup. I'm going to start things off with uh, my pitchers, and uh, I'm going to make things very very interesting right now. I'm going to go with James Shields. I know it's absolutely ridiculous, but no, it's actually not that ridiculous. He gave up even three of his last four starts. He's given up zero earned runs, one earned run, and two. I know he got rocked his last start, but he also had nine Ks and finished with in the plus. 26.2, 14.2. I told you nine Ks in his last game. Up against a weak Kansas City lineup, $6,500. So I'm really taking a shot tonight. And that's what you have to do with this stuff. Everybody's going to have the top pitcher or whatever. you got to be contrarian, and you got to pick somebody else, and hopefully it works out. Next, we're going to go with Annabelle Sanchez, $7,800. All of a sudden, man, this guy's throwing a lot of junk, and he's been absolutely fantastic. $7,800, eight Ks as last start, one earned run, two Three, zero, one bad start with only four. That's as bad as it got in the last five. 30.8 DraftKing points, too, in this last start. So this guy's been, like, rocking and rolling for Atlanta, really falling under the radar this year. Anibal Sanchez at 7800 bucks. Now we're going to go with Sandy Leone. It's very tough to get a catcher, but he's my catcher right now. He's at 3300 bucks. Uh, up against uh, the Jays tonight. I think Boston, the whole team, has been raking. You know, they came back with Mookie Betts in the Grand Slam, and he's very, very cheap at 3300 bucks. So I initially had Cervelli in there. I'm like, nah, I'm going to go with Sandy Leon. He's also $100 cheaper and take a shot. He's hitting eighth in the lineup tonight. Eric Thames of uh, uh, Milwaukee, $4,800. 15, 15, 12, 10, 14. The number's all double digits. Four hits in his last three games. Hey, he's also on a seven-game hit streak, Milwaukee. I like the situation tonight for Thames. He's 4800 bucks. I think he's going to be nice in the lineup. Next, we're going to go with a couple Rockies. DJ LeMahieu. Seattle's throwing up some gas cans tonight. we got a good situation. Five hits in his last two games. Two doubles. An RBI throwing a stolen base as well. 12 points. 23 his last two. DJ LeMahieu. He's my guy at $4,600. He's really been raking, and I told you, the Rockies are in a good situation against Bergman for Seattle tonight. Nolan Arenado is very expensive at third base. Six hits in his last four. Three RBIs his last four games. 23-14. He only had five the other night, but that's as bad as it gets for this guy because he's been absolutely crushing $5,600 for Nolan Arenado. Next, we're going to go with Tim Anderson, Mr. Anderson, $4,000. We talk about the White Sox tonight. They're in a nice uh, cush matchup against KC. If you actually look at the betting line in this game, they're favored. The Chicago White Sox are favored in this uh, baseball game. Tim Anderson, two doubles, three RBIs, his last three, a stolen base you could throw in there. He's $4,000. I shin choose you again, leading off for Texas against Baltimore at $5,100, Gabe. 10.17, 10.17, hey, five hits in his last four games. The guy's an absolute hitting machine and a good situation for Texas. Hitting in Baltimore, we can have some runs in that game, $5,100. My next outfielder, Nick Castellanos, kind of flying under the radar, 21 DraftKings points, 16. This guy's been absolutely on fire, hitting 305 on the season, 15 dingers and 56 ribbies for a pretty bad Detroit team. Nick Castellanos has been a great story for the Tigers this year at $4,700. Dallas Keuchel, too, going up. He's been hit, hit and 
rocked recently, so I like a couple of the Detroit guys there. And who's playing a lot better? Jackie Bradley Jr. His average is low, but take a look at the last games, guys. 19, 16, 10. Jackie Bradley Jr. is starting to come around. He looks very comfortable hitting against the Blue Jays in all situations, and he's only $3,500. That rounds out my team, Marenzi. Shields, Sanchez, Leon, Thames, LeMayhew, Arenado, Tim Anderson, Shinsu Chu 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 Chu's you, Castellanos, and Bradley Jr. Buddy, what do you got on the diamond for my for your ginger friend? One thing I will tell you, uh, my ginger friend, is that uh, Evan Gaddis is out. Uh-oh. Evan Gaddis a scratch. Orso team. Blanco? The he, white bear. He was actually going to be my uh, catcher. I like Gaddis, too. I always like to put him you in You know there. what? He's been cold, actually, the last few games. A lot yep. of 0-4s. So, I, so yep. I figured he was sort of due. Yep. Uh, as far as the computer projections are concerned, Gaddis was the second projected catcher on the board. You know who number one is? Wilson Ramos. Ramos. He's, uh, he's hot. Yeah, he's Wilson hot Ramos. So uh, in the computer, I will trust. So, of course, every night I always get some, <laughs> some, someone bounced, right? It happens. All right. So, you know what, Cam? You know what I'm taking tonight. I think he's just too cheap. It feels too cheap right now, and it's Dallas Keuchel at $8,400. You know, Dallas Keuchel um, was overpriced earlier yes, in the year. We're like, oh, how can it be so much? Uh, but uh, after a pretty shaky uh, five-start winless uh, stretch, Keuchel has uh, started to uh, settle down uh, right now. He's 3-0 and over his last six outings. Uh, he won a second straight start in his last start, going seven, uh, seven innings. Only gave up one run on six, uh, six hits. Marking uh, the fourth time in his last uh, five starts, he gave up two runs or fewer. Just feels too cheap right now. Keiko's starting to turn it around, and people really haven't uh, haven't started to realize it uh, yet. If you look at his numbers, look, he had 16.4 DK points yep. in his last start. 26 in the, in the start before that. He had uh, 20. Uh, he had 20 in the start before that, 23. He's starting to put it together right now a little bit. He's saying, you know, the strikeouts aren't um, the strikeouts aren't really there. That's yeah, the problem. Yeah, you wish that's the, that's the thing because he's a pitch-to-contact type of guy, right? And when he's on, he'll get you some ground ball outs. Yeah, but he's been pitching better as of late. Here's another guy. And you know what's funny, too? We talk about it with the tennis, and there's a lot of older dudes. Like you see, you know, Nadal and uh, Djokovic still playing and Federer yep. still around. Um, I find the same thing right now with pitching, Cam. Look, Edwin Jackson's out. Pitching. I know. He's, he's still pitching. I know. It's unbelievable. I know. I thought he was out of the league. He's still around. Did you know Edwin Jackson is starting tonight? It's the twelfth time. It's, it's the um, it's the twelfth time that he's starting against uh, San Francisco, and uh, it's now with the six different teams. Unbelievable! Yeah, that guy's traveled around. Yeah, like he's actually one. He's one team away now from setting a major league baseball record for playing with the most teams. Really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he might do it. You never know. I think know. he's played for 13 now. Wow. 13 teams. That's crazy. Imagine his, like, den, his game room. Like, oh, he's yeah. got a jersey he's of every, <laughs> every team. <laughs> but I thought That's you awesome. said you were a Dodger. Yeah, yeah, I was a no. Dodger. I was also an Angel. I was also a Cub. I was also, like, yeah, he's you go down the list. He's, he's been. I can't believe he's still like, that's the thing and start like wow that's, yeah. when you think about it it's pretty impressive and here's another old guy that's pitching tonight Cam and actually pitching pretty well right now and I wouldn't expect it 
Annabelle Sanchez. Yeah, he's uh, my other pitcher, Gabe. When yeah. you were when you were at the uh, yeah, yeah, and, and Annabelle Sanchez yeah. is actually underrated. Eight K's his last exactly. start too. These... People don't understand his worst performance is four earned runs. Zero, one, two. He's been good. He's throwing a lot of junk. It's too. these older guys in a day and age when everyone swings and misses and stuff. Reinventing there's, themselves there's with very, softies. There's very few pitchers. Yes. There's a lot of young pitchers in the game and young hitters in the game. A lot of these older dudes, they know how to pitch, right? They yeah, know right. how to work the zone They're and crafty. stuff. They're crafty. So it's coming in and it's working for them right now. He's, um, you know, Sanchez is uh, limited opposing hitters to two runs or less in seven of his ten starts. He's also 4-1 and one in his career against uh, the Arizona Diamondbacks. So Gaddis is out. We're going to go with Wilson Ramos uh, at catcher. Jose Martinez in a nice spot here tonight. I actually have some pretty sharper DFS picks, I think, tonight. Uh, give you some nice prices, too. Jose Martinez in a nice spot here versus uh, Matt Harvey. He's got eight hits his last four games. Uh, he's got some solid uh, DraftKings uh, production um, that uh, he's been uh, racking up uh, as of late. All right. Um, here's a guy talking about hot right now, man. Ozzy Albies. Oh, Albies is nuts. He's hitting 418 with four home runs and 20 runs scored in the past 20 games. Unbelievable. Yeah, he's he's added fire. 40 points to his batting average um, in that um, in that uh, in that run. Up to 20 home runs right now, coming off a first career multi home run uh, game. Albies in the lineup, and plus Godfrey's been struggling. Uh, Elvis Andrus in a nice spot here versus uh, Cobb at 4100. Yep. He's hit Cobb uh, pretty well. Uh, in the past, a guy that's smoking hot right now, and I had him in the lineup the other night, uh, Cam, when he when he went off, was Charlie Blackman. Yeah, I like Charlie Blackman. A lot. And I think you can go with Cargo and you can go with Blackman once again here this evening. People love Blackman tonight. Yeah, you know, pitching tonight. Uh, who's on the hill tonight? It's, Bergman. Uh, Bergman. Yeah, he's a, he's basically a stiff call up, right? Yeah, Bergman. Yeah, yeah. We see Seattle's hitting the wall a little bit going they to have, the they pitching, man. They got beat up last night. The thing with Seattle too, it sucked. Paxton got hurt in the two batters in right away. That's big trouble. They used all their bullpen, and they got killed. Now tonight they're going to course. It's a bad spot. Sets up poorly for them tonight. I I, I bet a lot on uh, Seattle. Tonight I like Colorado. Andrew McCutcheon, Edwin Jackson on the hill tonight. Andrew McCutcheon, 15 for 39. uh, With three home runs in his career against Edwin. We'll talk NASCAR on the other side. Did you know that you can listen to this show live on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network? Listen on the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, or download the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network is the only totally free, 24-7, 365 Fantasy Sports Network of its kind without a subscription. Check out YouTube Live on the Fantasy Sports Network YouTube page and participate in the program in there, where you can ask questions, discuss the topics with other fantasy enthusiasts, or tell everyone that you disagree. Call into your favorite show and ask your question. The number is 844-84-FNTSY. That's 844-843-6879. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network, your free fantasy source, 24 hours a day. Talking about Charles Oakley yeah. uh, the other day. Yeah, you like that one, Gabe? My buddy, my buddy's texting me. I'm at the casino in Niagara wearing my Charles Oakley jersey. Man, you should see the dirty looks I'm getting. 
I love it. Good luck. That's cool, Kevin. gold, man. I uh, wish yeah, I would have thought of Kevin's that. Kevin's awesome. He's a smart guy. He's, 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 we're wearing in Vegas. I'm going to Vegas next month. I almost <laughs> want to go to the Cosmo wearing a Charles Oakley Perfect. jersey. Oh, that'd be so good. <laughs> I think I might even have one. You might have a Charles Oakley jersey uh, from those no, old days. No, you know what I have? I have a... Uh, I have an old school Nick Latrell Spreewell Ooh, jersey. Spreewell. Yeah, I have a Spreewell jersey. <laughs> That's awesome. I have a Spreewell jersey, and I used to have an Allen Houston jersey too. Allen Houston, wow. Yeah, you got a lot of a lot of Nicks in your uh, closet there. Yeah, yeah. So where were you on the the baseball? You were uh, talking about uh, McCutcheon. I think you were oh, that's right. Okay, we're going to get to Sean Angle yeah, in one we're sec. Turn. We're going to get to NASCAR right now, yeah. but that, that is correct. Just pull so, by your lineup. Yeah, there. Andrew yeah. McCutcheon against Edwin Jackson. We were talking about that. Thing. Cam uh, McCutcheon, yep. 15 of 39 in his career against Edwin Jackson with three home runs in his career. And Marcelo Zun is $3,200 tonight. I know he's not completely killing it, but it just feels like it's way too cheap. That is too cheap. Especially against Matt Harvey. Harvey's been better, but still. But still, that's that's very so, good price. Our, our baseball lineup is Dallas Keuchel and Annabelle Sanchez, Wilson Ramos, Jose Martinez, Ozzy Albies, uh, Miguel Franco. Franco. Elvis is in the building, Andros. Uh, Charlie Blackman, Andrew McCutcheon, and Marcel Ozuna. All right, let's talk some, uh, let's talk some NASCAR uh, right now from a, a fantasy perspective. We talked a little NASCAR from a betting perspective earlier, but truth be told, they're very similar in a sense that on these mile-and-a-half tracks, it's the usual suspects, all right? So let's pick your poison. Do you want uh, do you want, do you want Harvick or do you want Kyle Busch or maybe a Truex? Uh, but we should note, and I don't have to tell uh, our guest that joins us uh, this right now, that Kevin Harvick has never won at Kentucky before, but it doesn't mean he's not dangerous. A dangerous man joins us right now. Sean Angle steps up. And what's going on, Sean? How you doing? I'm doing great today. How are you guys doing? <laughs> hey, we're, we're having a great day, man. We just gave away two tickets to a World Series game. We're feeling well, good. I wish I would have won two <laughs> yeah. tickets to the World Series. Me, to, me too. Yeah. <laughs> Either the guy that won is really smart or he really can look on things, look up, Google search things pretty quickly. Yeah, and, and we said if you could do it that quickly, we'd say good for you. Well, at this point, we're, yeah. yeah. Like, you know. It's Friday. Although, next time I want to do this contest on video. Good call. <laughs> on video. All right, so let's uh, let's jump in here and talk uh, some Kentucky uh, Speedway action. Uh, what's interesting about this, I was bringing it up earlier with Kyle Busch. Kyle Busch really, really likes it uh, here. He's won here eight times in his career as a whole, uh, but he hasn't had a ton of recent success. Martin Truex uh, won here uh, last year. Um, Brad Keselowski won in 2016. Kyle Busch won in uh, 2015, and he also won in 2011. But a guy that jumps you know, off the page here, Brad Keselowski, winning every two years. He's like the Spurs or the San Francisco Giants or something. 2012, winner, Kentucky. 2014, winner, Kentucky. 2016, winner, Kentucky. Sean, what do you think about Brad Keselowski, 2018, Kentucky? So, with uh, Brad's... Uh, what I expect out of Brad with Kentucky this season... 
I don't think he's going to win, but I do think he is going to put together a pretty good finish because, after all, you look back at his track record, he's finished seventh or better in five of seven starts at Kentucky, and the other two times where he's finished worse than that was either due to an accident of some sort or he had some sort of problem with his car. So this is one of his best tracks. Yep, he yep. hasn't shown the speed in order to really win, per se. That's more like Kyle Busch or Kevin Harvick or Truex's job right there right now. But I think Keselowski is going to do pretty good this week. Yeah, I was going to ask you about Kyle Busch. Just, uh, Gabe was talking about him from a betting perspective. The numbers are really solid here. He's a guy... It just seems like he's a guy you could probably go to this week, Sean. Oh, yeah, for sure. Kyle Busch, he is just unbelievable at this track. Sure, he may not have the most wins like Keselowski has, but when you look at all seven starts that Kyle Busch has made, his worst finish is 12th two years ago. And all the other times, he's had one, a finish at 10th. And the other five times, well, top five every time. <laughs> and yeah, not to mention... Bank. Money in the bank. No, he loves it here. I know he was talking to Sean, but he, I remember Kyle Busch. I was reading an interview with him, and, you know, he was saying it's one of his favorite places. He's got great memories here, and he's basically won here on every circuit, too. Like, he was talking yeah. about, you know, he's won when he was a kid. He won there, and he's won He's won on the Infinity Series uh, there. Hell, I mean, this guy's raced trucks before, right? So, I mean, Kyle Busch, he won the inaugural cup race at Kentucky in 2011. He won in 2015 again. He has a track record uh, with five uh, top fives. And get this, guys. He's led 549 laps, uh, Sean. It's a lot of laps. Yep, that's actually the most of all drivers at the track in the Cup Series as well. So that's also an impressive stat. And that's not even mentioning the fact that since 2015, he actually dominates most of the loop data categories as well, too. I was going to ask you, Sean, about uh, Kyle Larson. He looked pretty good in the practice run. We know that that might not necessarily translate to uh, big things, but he was over 185 miles an hour. The car looked good. What do you think about uh, Larson's chances? Not not really a huge underdog, but somebody with a little bit of value. So Larson, I'm kind of in a wait-and-see approach to see where exactly he qualifies because he's had a mixed track record here. His last yeah. start, yeah, was pretty good. He finished second and started all the way from the back. But all the other times, he hasn't even finished in the top 10. In fact, he has a 40th place finish from an accident, a 35th place finish where he was two laps down, and that, then a 19th place finish where he was only one lap down. So I'm honestly not, not too, too confident with Larson, but because of how well he usually does at mile-and-a-half tracks, you can't just completely ignore him either. Uh, how about let's talk about Erica Alberola here? Eighty-eight hundred dollars. You know he had a frustrating he had a frustrating run last week, obviously, and um, he starts twenty-six, finishes twenty-seventh. Um, you know the week before uh, at the Overton, six finishes twenty-fifth. So I think people might back off a little bit uh, here, uh, but you know at eighty-eight hundred dollars. And, you know, he has the car to do it on a track like this, of course, right? So uh, what, what do you make of, uh, you know, being Kevin Harvick's teammate uh, here? He's shown that he's got the car on tracks like this. What do you make of Almirola this week? I think Almirola is definitely one we have to keep an eye on this week for sure, especially because of how much better he's done this season as a whole. Not just on mile-and-a-half tracks, but... Pretty much every track type, Almirola has seen some sort of improvement in the speed. And at mile-and-a-half tracks, 
Almirola has finished in the top 15 four out of six mile and a half races this season. So definitely a lot to like there, too. And his practice speeds haven't been too bad either. So definitely one we got to look out for. I like it. <laughs> uh, definitely. We're on the same page here. Well, who are some of the cheaper guys? We, we were talking about Matt Kenseth earlier. Yep. Kenseth's not going to win, but at $6,900, can he give us a top 10? When we look in that price range here, let's say $7,000 and under with the Kenseth, the Canes, Stenhouse Jr., Buescher, Almondinger, um, uh, we got uh, Byron, McDowell, Wallace, etc. What, what's the cheap uh, punt play this week? So if you ask me, you're not going to get a top 10 from any of these guys below 7,000. But if you want somebody that you may want to consider as a nice cheap play, I'd like actually Michael McDowell because he's actually been pretty good at the mile and a half for his value. He's finished 21st or better in four out of the six mile and a half races this season. And that's not even mentioning the fact that he's in better equipment compared to the last season. And his best finish at the site was 23rd. So definitely one to watch right there. And that's 6,100. Pretty good. I like that. Cheap, cheap, cheap. We didn't talk about uh, Clint Boyer this week. What's your mm. opinion on Clint Boyer uh, this weekend, Sean? So with Boyer this week, he is in good equipment, but Kentucky has been a bit of a mixed bag with him too. He's had good finishes here and there, but he he also has been pretty strong this season as a whole. So I'm taking a wait-and-see approach with him because you never know. NASCAR is kind of like that sport where, like, sure, you can be confident in a few things, but there is always the chance that something unpredictable is going to happen, and it's just the wonder, the suspense, and everything else there, too. <laughs> Last week was a gong show, right? Like they said, yeah. the winning DraftKings lineup had, like, $13,000 a change left on the table with all the underdogs coming in. So if you get a big wreck, anything's possible, right, guys? Yeah, NASCAR is... Um... You can go with the data, yeah. but you know, who knows? Once, yeah, right? once they're on the track, man. So, but as far as Kenseth, uh, Kenseth is concerned, it's amazing. These these NASCAR guys, I never believe when they retire. They all retire, yeah. but they're all back the next year. <laughs> oh, I'll just run and won this race, yeah. and then oh, you know, okay, I'll finish the season. And here's Kenseth back. I, you know, but Kenseth didn't really want to retire. He sort of lost his ride. <laughs> so, you know, yeah, he, he lost right his now. ride to uh, last week's winner. In fact, of all people. Yeah, that's so. It looks like they made the right uh, the right decision. Mm. Um, but um, he's he's liked it here in the past, man. He's won here three top five, six top tens uh, over the years. You know, does he have the car? No, but at sixty nine hundred dollars, maybe a top fifteen finish for Kenseth. Yeah, I could see that definitely being possible if you look at the practice speeds with Kenseth too. First practice, he was twentieth. Second practice, he was sixteenth. So. It's overall not bad and better than a lot of the other guys there. But but uh, I do like drivers like, say, McDowell. And there's also Ty Dillon, who's definitely a good lock for a tw top 25 based on practice speeds alone. And he is really cheap at 5,600, too. So I do like Kenseth, yes. But I think there's alternative options that could get you nearly the same results for paying less, too. All right, so before we get you out of here. What do you guys think about Logano? For, for like, this guy's a top 10 machine, 16 out of 21. He's a little bit cheaper at 93, not so much. The numbers, the, the data, the, not does, here. Data doesn't say no. good, good things? No, not here. So Kevin Harvick, he's never won here before, but he's, you know, he's raced well here before. And it's amazing when we look at these, um, you know, they call them intermediate tracks. I call them cookie cutters, whatever, the mile and a halfs. You know, Kevin Harvick has led 600 laps. 
Kyle Busch has led 571 wow. of them. <laughs> so like, That's why these guys are the most expensive guys. Yeah, right? but for betting purposes, it really yeah. does. It's like, do you want Bush? Do you want Harvick? Or do you want to roll the dice with Truex, who yeah. won here last year, who could win here? Yeah. But we brought it up uh, for betting purposes, guys. Keslowski's the guy at 20 to 1. Only because you've got that track record of him putting up a win every two years here. Great point. And he's you're also, getting him at 20 to 1 as opposed to the, you're yeah, going to get Kyle Busch at plus 350. He's the fifth highest guy on DraftKings. That's not 20 to 1. That's good value, Murray. This is where you mix the yeah. correlation between fantasy and you use it yes. in your advantage for betting. Good call. Uh, as well. But, you know. It really is. It, it is the usual suspects uh, here, Sean. Like, I, you know, I want to be cute and throw this name and that name at no. guys, but I really can't this week. I mean, I'm looking at Kyle Busch. I'm looking at Kislowski. And um, I'm going to have to squeeze. I'm going to get Amarola in on my team. He's a must as well. And I'm always a fan of McDowell plugging him at that, that price as well. Oh, yeah. But uh, back on the topic of uh, Harvick and particularly Logano, because I do actually want to touch on Joey Logano here for his Kentucky statistics. He has placed in the top 10 at the track in four of his last five starts, as well as led laps in three of his last four. And he's been really quietly consistent at the mile and a half this season because he's finished in the top 10 in all but one of the races this season at the track tight. He was third in first practice, too, so we can't necessarily count somebody like that out. And Harvick, yeah, Harvick's been very consistent. Like, he is a top-ten machine when it comes to Kentucky in particular. And he has been, was 11th in first practice, 12th in final practice, third-best 10 consecutive lap average. You gotta, you can't just ignore these guys. And then there's also two other guys I want to mention are Ryan Blaney and Eric Jones, who have both been very good throughout practices because... Blaney was second in both practices, and Eric Jones was the leader of final practice. So both of those guys also look very good and very nice for lineups as well that I do want to mention. Eric Jones, $8,300 this week. I'm glad you brought him up, actually. I had my eye on him as well. And uh, Blaney comes in at $8,500. They're right beside each other in the prices, too. Bang, bang. So, uh, Sean, and uh, for, for people tuning in right now that want to win and uh, that you guys are betting or are playing NASCAR DFS, where can people find the breakdowns and the analysis uh, that you got, Sean? Well, for those wanting to keep up with my NASCAR content, the best place to go is at DailyRoto.com, where I've been writing all the NASCAR articles, including the Cup Series previews and the Xfinity Series previews each and every race. So that's definitely the place to keep an eye on for those that just want their NASCAR help and want to win the big bucks. Got to win those big bucks. Big like bucks. It. Like it. Thanks, Sean. It's always a pleasure, my man. Enjoy the race uh, this weekend. Thanks for taking the time to be with us. Yeah, no problem. It's good to be on here again. So, <laughs> yeah, we I've missed had you my last fun. week, but yeah, you yeah. missed you last week. But you sound, you sound great. Nice, crystal clear connection. Very smooth uh, this week. Yeah. yeah, very smooth, Sean. Oh yeah, definitely. Smooth. Like just like a Larrabee. Yeah, it's literally <laughs> shining. <laughs> <laughs> Speak next week, Sean. All right, take care, guys. Later. Shot, shot angle. Uh, Prince, I like it. Man, That's the had, first time we, I talked to him. We had Scott and Sean uh, on the show this, this, week. this week. Yeah, got both angles on. Yeah, all right. Um, so um, get your season ticket to Fantasy Glory now with the 2018 Roto Experts Exclusive Edge Fantasy Football Package. It's not just a draft kit. It's a full season package that takes you from draft day to championship week. It features in-depth analysis from uh, all your favorite uh, fantasy sports radio experts, including Fantasy Hall of Famer, the King, Scott Engel, a colleague and a friend. 
2017's rack, uh, rankings accuracy uh, champion, Jake Seeley. And high stakes veteran, Matt Modica, who I'm amazed doesn't weigh like 800 pounds because the dude's always eating. Uh, go to rotoexperts.com, use code WINNER to get 10% off the exclusive edge package and set aside a spot on the mantle for that uh, 2018 championship trophy. We all know a guy like that. Gabe went to high school with this guy. He called him Beefcake, the opposite of. Like the guy used to eat like three or four Big Macs, never gain a pound. Some people just got a good metabolism. Look, I'm be honest. And you're blessed. Like you don't I mean, eat quite a bit. No, you saw you, me you crush bacon yeah, eggs you were, right and before the, the show, and, and some Texas toast too. That's like a <laughs> that's a high calorie toast there, and you look uh, leaner than lean, lean, <laughs> very lean. You know what? I think it helped actually too. I've uh, I've had more energy on this show today. I think yeah, you did. Eating, no, uh, eating the bacon and eggs right before the show is a good idea. It's funny you mentioned that too. I know I was dealing with my uh, sleep apnea machine, and I think I just fell asleep on the right way because I feel like a hell of a lot better today. It's amazing when you get like a couple hours of sleep and how how different life can be. I can live without the sleep, but uh, these shows, it's an awkward time of the day. Like I've got to. Yeah, sort you're of hungry. Re- yeah, I got to readjust. I'm not I like I sort of eat like at noon or one. And then basically when it's five, I'm sitting I here. Know, I'm we like, showed her a pie, I, but I we don't got good. enough time. Not enough time, buddy. No, no, ordering a pizza is not always the cure. That's my cure. Yeah. I got to start eating, like, grapes and apples. Oh, okay. And stuff oh, oh, fruit. Yeah, okay, yeah. fruit. Have you ever wanted to have a fantasy expert in the palm of your hand? Or better yet, in the pocket of your khakis? Well, check it out. Now you can. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. Download it now to your phone, we promise. No weird viruses, no strange tracking things. Just 24 hours a day, seven days a week of pure fantasy knowledge dropping all over your head. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. Stop being a weirdo and streaming it online. Get it on your phone. Take it with you everywhere you go. No, it's not. I told you, it gives me a headache big time. Like Riley, it takes like 20, 30 minutes, Ken. You can't just. Like, yeah, I know. No, I got one there. I did one. I was just trying to yeah, do but another then you realize one. After it's not as good as it could be, probably. Yep, exactly. You said it, buddy. Like I'll tell you right now. Do you have uh, well in the lineup? I was actually thinking about it. Him or Declan Cross, cheap. Levy Novell. Yeah. Noel. He's only forty-eight hundred bucks, buddy. You got to slip him in. It's one of these instances where. Uh, He's the one that practices with James Franklin. Nice. Like, he's, like, fifth on the depth chart for wide receivers type thing. But they have so chemistry. So, during practice, exactly. Like, he's on the side of the field, and he's working out. And last week, in Franklin's first start, who did he go to a couple of times? Noel. Because he, like, you know, you always see this. There's always that relationship with the backup quarterback and a lower-tier wide receiver that suddenly... You know, and plus they got injuries at the wide receiver position, so Noel's getting a little bit of opportunity right now. He's dirt cheap, but um, let's get into the best bets uh, of the day right now. I like a lot of stuff tonight, Gabe. I mean, a lot. Like, there's a lot of baseball games on the board tonight. We got Milwaukee and uh, Milwaukee and Pittsburgh. Any interest there? Yeah, I do. I lean Pittsburgh in that game. I lean uh, Pittsburgh too. Milwaukee, man. Milwaukee struggling a little bit this week in Miami. I know. Pissing me off. I'm they, not betting. Just stop betting Milwaukee. Guerra's all right, but Kingham I'm has been. Kingham has been good. I think you get a team at home at 20 cents is worth for me. It's worth enough to put a bet in. Give me the Pittsburgh Pirates tonight. I think the uh, what about the Texas Rangers tonight? Uh, I was actually going. I was thinking about taking Texas. I might take Baltimore actually. <laughs> 
Cobb, Cobb is a guy I know he's it's been a hit bad pretty hard. It's probably Let's be real. how about the over? How about the over? Nine and a half hot Baltimore, nine and a half runs. I lean Orioles in the over. So that as crazy as that sounds, yeah, like Baltimore, like you should probably just pass. Yeah, you should probably, but you know, even bad teams win once in a while. But uh, it's a good spot. To, I, I, I like Cleveland tonight over the Yankees with uh, Bieber. With uh, yeah, not Justin Bieber, uh, the other Bieber going tonight against Herman. Minus 105. It seems like a good price to me for Cleveland at home. I think the Indians can get to Herman tonight. Expects a lot of runs tonight in some of these games. There's going to be uh, a lot of runs. Like all, all, I can, you can make a case for a lot of overs tonight. Looking at the pitching matchups, they're very, very a lot of volatile I'm looking guys. At Philadelphia at minus one twenty-five here against the Marlins. Uh, I'm going to take the Rangers at minus one twenty. Some short favorites here. Blue, uh, Blue Red Sox are minus two thirty-five. It's too high, but I'm not going to take the Jays. Roark is a gas can actually, but I don't trust the Mets even with Syndergaard. I'm going to pass there. I like Washington. Um, the Atlanta Braves should win, but they're cold right now. Yeah, I'm taking them, though. Tonight, tonight, I'm getting back on that train with our fantasy pitcher. I think it's a really good spot. Uh, they can do it, Gabe. Uh, Godley's been hit hard recently. Arizona on the road, too. We're getting Sanchez at 45 or 50 cents. I think uh, the Arizona Diamondbacks could get frustrated by him tonight. I think Atlanta's a good, you like, good play. You like your boy Shields tonight, huh? You I like do. White Sox I, I love the White Sox tonight. I'm actually betting the White Sox. I'm not even bull- I'm not no bullshit. Like, I like the White Sox minus 120 against Kansas City. Who the hell are the Royals and Keller? The White Sox actually, uh, you know, they're not a great team, but they beat, they shut out uh, uh, the Cardinals with Rodon 4 to nothing the other day. They're actually, you know, some of the young guys on their team are starting to hit. Uh, Kansas City's not much. They're, they're, they're no prize. I think I'm going to take the White Sox tonight with Shields offering me protection. I got a lot of baseball picks, man. I know. So do I. It's like a lot of picks. So one pick, I'll take uh, Cole Hamels. I'll take the Rangers. Listen, the Rangers, Rangers are off and on, but they're a pretty yeah. streaky team, and they just have a better offense. They do. You got a better pitcher and a better offense. Yeah, I mean, they do. I know Cobb hasn't been quite as bad, but. Cole Hamill's still a better pitcher than Cobb is. He is. And he is. the Texas Rangers offense is better. actually pretty good. Yeah, it is. You know? Their problem, yeah, they, they can score a lot of runs, and, uh, they, you know, they just give up a lot of runs too. But I don't know. It's, it's just a, it's a weird game. I would have made probably Hamill. It's one of those things where I look at the line. I don't overthink things, Cam. Yeah. I look at it this way. I'm like, all right, I'm getting the Phillies minus 125. They're a better team. You know, I know Chen. Chen's actually much better at he, home. He, than had, he, is, he is a better at home. I was That's actually a big look, thing with I was Chen. looking There's at big, Miami. Big splits with this guy. I kind of like the uh, Miami tonight. I don't, I don't want to be on the opposite sides of these games. I like a lot of these home, small home dogs and home teams not laying any juice tonight, like Cleveland, Miami. Those are teams I'm looking at. The only really kind of big favorite at 50 cents is Atlanta with Sanchez, and I think it's a good matchup for the Brave, but you're right. They have been cold. They have been cold. This is, like, really stupid what I'm doing right now. What, putting a 10-game parlay together? Actually, I should. <laughs> or do a round robin. I like to do round robins with, with, with a lot if I'm betting a lot of baseball games. Our boy T-Bone, T-Bone in Denver, he called in this week trying to win a baseball ticket. Congratulations to Sonny in, in, uh, in New York City yeah, for great winning. Great call. Um, you know, T-Bone, he, he, tried to, he, he played all 15 baseball games on a parlay. Like, he tried to go 15-0. and 0. And he put ten bucks on it, and uh, it would have paid seventy-seven thousand dollars. Nice. So I was sort of thinking about it. Let's buy a lottery ticket. Exactly. That's what he said. So like, just think if you did it like, um, even if you did it a dollar a day, mm-hmm. or let's say five dollars a day, and it paid back thirty-five thousand dollars, you'd really only have to hit it once. Exactly. Exactly. 
Like, if on, you put in yes. $5 a day and, and 162 days in a row in a baseball schedule, yep. whatever, man, it's only $858. Yeah, right? and if you win, it's probably going to be over seventy grand. So, like, yeah. if you put five, it would be frustrating every day losing. But if you added it up, whatever, you invested $850. And if you hit once, you hit $37,000. To, to your other point, if you're on certain sports books, say you hit all the 7 o'clock games and you're waiting on the 10 o'clock, so you might have a buyback yeah, option you could, you could for abort. a couple grand. Yeah, you could abort. How's that? And then you get all, and then you get part of your Like, if you back. did it every day, it sounds crazy. No, you're it not doesn't gonna go sound. 15 it, and 0, it actually but, sounds smart. You know, I've done it. Like, I've, I went 20 and 0 that night. I, you know, I've gone, I went, I've won 9, 10 bets in a row yeah. frequently. But with me... I often will do that, but I'll also often go two and six <laughs> in a row. Yeah, that kind of. <laughs> like, it's, yeah, that, I'm kind of a higher volume better, right? So, um, all right, the Braves number just moved to minus one fifty. Yep, moving moving numbers. I like the Cardinals minus one sixty. I'm going to rattle yeah. them off. I just got them writing them all. I yep, even. I understand. No, there's. Uh, it's interesting too, and the the, the late like the Cubs tonight, one thirty-five. I know it's Chatwood, yeah. but I don't care. I'm getting Chat- the Cubs against the Padres at minus one thirty-five. Call me a sucker. One twenty-five, one twenty-five, even better. Yeah, even better. Even better. Ferris Bueller tonight. <laughs> Bueller, Bueller, yeah, and your Bueller. Dodgers tonight. Bueller, yeah, Bueller minus fifty-five against Pena of the Angels. Dodgers at home, slight lean. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see how the seven o'clock card plays out before I get bonkers at ten. Oh, I'm going bonkers. <laughs> <laughs> Going bonkers. All right, our baseball picks are the Texas Rangers, minus 120. Philadelphia Phillies, minus 125. Atlanta Braves, minus 150. Chicago White Sox, minus 120. St. Louis Cardinals, minus 160. Colorado Rockies, minus 145. Chicago Cubs, minus 125. L.A. Dodgers, minus 155. I almost have to parlay this. I'm looking. Yeah, you right do. Now, or 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 play what I. What I, do you think I, this parlay it pays? Eighty to one. Eighty to one. Yeah. Yeah. Put. Uh, what are you gonna put on? Ten bucks. Eight hundred bucks. Twenty bucks. Sixteen hundred. Yeah, I figured it would pay more. Yeah, ten bucks pays eight hundred and nineteen. Hmm. Ten game parlay. Not enough. It's eight eighteen parlay. Eight oh eight team eight yeah, team. Oh, not, I like that. Eight no, I'm not doing it. No. Wow. It's a lot of games. <laughs> I was just about. <laughs> no, no, abort, abort. No, I don't want to. Do... I was just about. It doesn't to... even look right. You're no, like, ah. I was just about to put a hundred bucks. I was like, you know what? I'll, I'll give him to go a hundred across the board. Then I realized as I started to click, I was like, you know, I don't have eight hundred dollars no. to like put on eBay. I'm not doing that. Like, no, don't do that. I don't have it. No, I'm gonna. I'm betting. Usually, I'm not even gonna lie to you. I, I bet, don't have a choice. I'm I gonna. Bet, I'm gonna I bet have fifty to, bucks. I bet fifty bucks a game. No, that's baseball. a good way to go. And it's been good because, like, sometimes that's yeah, what I've been like doing last this week. Night, fifty Gabe, a game, but last night, like games, I, went, I like. I put a hundred, so yeah. I'm going a hundred, or I'm going fifty. Went on three baseball. and zero in baseball last night. It was the night that uh, everything clicked in, and I had small unit plays. You know the way. That's the nature of the beast. You have a good night there, and you don't bet very hard, but it happens. Well, right now, look, I have three hundred and thirty-four dollars in this account. Yeah, so put forty bucks a game or fifty bucks. But I also, yeah, but I got eight games, so. I can't yeah. put 50. That's 400. So you got to do something. But a couple of them are late co- West Coast games. Yeah, so. see, there you go. There you can. Uh, and now I also have that tennis money I can hit here. Ooh, the tennis money. All right. I'm going to have to wait on the Dodgers. So eliminate the Dodgers. Eliminate the uh, Cubs for now. <laughs> Dodgers just went up to 165. You son of That's the thing, man. We start talking about the picks and the numbers start moving. Piss me off. All right. <laughs> it's also getting closer to time, too. 50, 50 across the board here. Fifty across. 
How many games? So six? Yeah. 300? That's 300. 300 bucks. 300 bucks. No, oh, yeah, that's all right. Yeah, so, so look, I, night. I'm putting 300 on the table here. I'm putting 300 on the table, and I'm hoping to get, you know, well, anything plus, right? 300 on the table there. Now we get to the uh, the football game, though. I like in the, which uh, I will be putting more than fifty dollars on a football t- I'm game. I'm going to tell you, Marenzi, What is it about football that we need to bet more? Because it's just one of those. It's not baseball. <laughs> baseball, we can tune it's in not any smarter, time. Though, but no, like, it's actually stupider. Here, but here but I'm like, like, no, no, I, know, I can't yeah. put a hundred on every baseball. Now tonight yeah. in a CFL game, I'm going to be like, know. you know what? I think I'll put three, four hundred bucks on this <laughs> on the first half, like, and roll it over if it wins. <laughs> like, I wouldn't like advocate doing a, a, the teaser. Like, but I don't know if I bet less than two hundred and fifty no, bucks on a no. single CFL no, game. No, you bet more on the CFL than baseball any day of the week. Take a look at this one. Gabe. Just wait till NFL and college gets here. Tor- Tor- Toronto plus sixteen and a half over forty-seven. <laughs> I know can't lose. Yeah, 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 but it can. But I'm. But I like it. I like it. Uh, that's a lot of points. Like, I know some people are going to take Edmonton minus 9.5. I don't even want to screw around with the spread. I get it. Toronto's on the road. But a 16.5-point spread in the teaser to a game that I do like to go over, I, it's never the smartest thing to play these teasers, but I really like it tonight. Toronto plus 16.5 over 47. It sounds good. It sounds good. It sounds good, yeah. The only thing is, as you know, I mean, the only thing I always have a fear of is, are they going to get killed? Is it just going to be one of these games yeah. where it's going to be 49-7 and you're going to be like, man. Gabe, just don't lose by more than 16, buddy. Just keep it within 16. And to be honest, <laughs> at this point, to be honest, at this point. This game's got to go over, man. Eventually. Yeah, well, that's what I was going to say. There's almost no freaking choice. Like, I'm almost at the point now where I have to start betting overs just because I'm already down. You, know, you can't start betting unders now. That's when the under train rolls over. Like, last night I put 200 on Calgary, and I was going to put 200 on the over, and then I was like, man. I'll put 125 on yep. the over. So at least I got out of it. Smart, like, you know smart. what I mean? But still, it still bothered me, no, it right? Does. It was, it won't. Because I could have been a clean sweep. The whole, game, was... the whole game sucked. There was opportunities, teams knocking on the door, turnovers. Ottawa didn't, you said it. Ottawa didn't do their job when we talked about earlier. Their offense and the thing sucked. Is, the Argos offense hasn't really shown us that, oh, yeah, yeah, they're going to put up a ton of points. Yeah, but. But they. Yeah. But they played Edmonton last week and they started to, to, to feel like, like a. They resembled a football team that actually looked like they were trying to improve. The quarterback used to play for the Edmonton Eskimos. Listen, he had confidence against could play them. With these guys. I, I I wouldn't be shocked if the Argos won the game outright. I don't think they're <laughs> like gonna I'm win. Star- I don't know if they're gonna win the game outright, Marenzi, but I'm taking the points in a teaser to the over. I see both teams. We're gonna get there. Twenty three points by each team over that. Yes, yes. The Argos will score points. The Edmonton Eskimos will score points on the Argos. You said it. Procedure penalty that happened last game. Slipping. Their potential touchdowns. There's going to be points. Argos going in there. I love the teaser plus 16 and a half over 47. And you could take the points at plus nine and a half if you don't want to dick around. Money line's a bit of a stretch. Like fast them to go and win the game is a lot. Plus, but, plus, but but it offers plus three ten. We'll see the, the the sweet sounds of plus three ten. If you enjoy playing nice. daily fantasy sports but are sick of dealing with professionals using algorithms to select hundreds of lineups and entries, yep. try the prop builder over at mybookie.ag. Forget having to create multiple lineups. It's a hassle of dealing with late scratches and avoid experts winning 90% of the money. Invest in the players that you want without salary caps. You sign up for a new account, use promo code FNTSY, you can receive a 50% deposit bonus. No more dealing with late lineup scratches. No experts to compete against. Just you and the props that you choose. Check out mybookie.ag. Enter promo code FNTSY upon sign up and choose your matchups using the prop builder tool. That's mybookie.ag, promo code FNTSY. Are you going to do it or what? 
Are you taking the Argos money line or the points or no, teasing it or what's your uh, scenario? I'll take the um, I'm taking the, uh, the I'm taking the Argos plus nine and a half. I'm taking the Argonauts and the Eskimos over fifty four, and I'm going to take an Argonaut over seven point teaser, and I'll wait for the in game. I'll wait for the in game and uh, I'll see how it's going and maybe I'll jump on the Argos, but. I don't know. It's kind of probably a bad idea, actually. I sort of have a bad feeling about the Argos, to be honest. I'm just going with the fact that it's nine and a half freaking points, and Edmonton really haven't showed me anything to be laying nine and a half points. You should be listening to your inner voice. If it's giving you a bad feeling, if it's giving you a bad feeling, listen to the voice. Maybe just play the total. Yeah. If you don't want to dick around with the game. I don't know. Sometimes I never listen to the voice either, but once in a while he gets through. It's a, it's, you know, sometimes you just, you know, the voice is always there. When you're, ta- when you're gambling, you well, know the voice before is, you click. The voice in my, the vision yes. is. He's there. This could be a 41-17 game. It could be. It could be, but that's over the number. So it gets there over the number. Yeah, that's 50 But I also wouldn't shock me if the Argos just, whatever, if it was a close game and it was a competitive, like, no, Argos the Edmonton Eskimo, dude, they just beat them. And now Edmonton is like some sort of automatic ten and that ten point favorites. I know. Like it's, why? It's I, on reputation. Like I don't. I, you know, the Argos don't get respect from the odds makers. No, they don't. They don't. And uh, that last is, week they were home dogs. They win the game outright. Also, the line opened up at seven, and now it's nine and a half. Wouldn't be surprised. Ten by kickoff. Like everyone. So a you, lot of people you are trust all Edmonton. these sharp Canadians? No, I don't. I trust dull Canadians to uh, give me extra points. In the teaser, we're fading the hosers. <laughs> hey, no do the boot it. Got to take the points. <laughs> Got to take the points, eh? <laughs> we'll tell you, those Argos, eh? It's a great tweet here. Dave Martinez rocking over at uh, Belmont Racetrack. Right oh, now. me! I love Belmont. What race is he at? Did he tell you? <laughs> Let me see if we can slip something in before. Uh, actually, they're probably speaking on the race. race nine or 10. We didn't talk about the World Cup at all. Oh, I'm taking. Uh, I've already. Uh, game, uh, I found parlay, a Belgium, and uh, what do you take? No, no, I, I have a Croatia uh, future. I realized for, for, for 20 bucks, I'm, I'm putting uh, 300 bucks on France. Plus, uh, sorry, minus 102 to win in 92 minutes. You put 20 on Croatia before it started. Yeah, like 25 40 to 1. 40 to 1. Yeah. So 800 bucks. Yeah. It was, wow. uh, it was on that old sports book. Nice. Yeah, pretty fun. Get to go get it. Maybe I can come back and collect, eh? Maybe I can be Why the one. Why did you jump on Croatia? Because of Mark Lawrence's uh, tip? Yeah, I, re- I literally clicked it. I looked for teams above like 40, 50 to 1, and it, uh, they fit the bill. <laughs> I, I'm going I'm to tell you, I had no other empirical data other than listening to other people and taking uh, advice of. Do you remember Mark others. Lawrence had two long shots? Yeah, Mexico he's not even a soccer guy. He said his soccer guy said, take two, just sprinkle on these two futures, and Mexico I, and, and Croatia. I, and I did. <laughs> And I actually good call. I actually, I just, I so told you. So, yeah, 20 for 80, you put yourself in a nice little spot now. That's yeah, why yeah, I'm going to yeah, go yeah. on France, right? So, anyway, in baseball tonight, Gabe, I like a lot of stuff, a lot of home teams. Pittsburgh minus 120 to get it done with Kingham. Cleveland with uh, not Justin Bieber on the hill, plus 100 against the Yankees should be a good game. Miami, that's the one game we differ on. I'm going to take Chen at home at plus 105. Washington plus 110. Atlanta Braves with Sanchez, our fantasy pitcher, minus 150. The White Sox with Shields, not favored often, but against Kansas City at home, minus 120. And the Minnesota Twins, minus 110. Football game, Argos plus 16 and a half, over 47. Let's get there. All right, I'm going to take the Texas Rangers, minus 120. The Philadelphia Phillies, minus 125. The Atlanta Braves, minus 145. The Chicago White Sox, minus 125. The St. Louis Cardinals, minus 160. The Chicago Cubs, minus 125. The LA Dodgers, minus 155. CFL football, Toronto Argonauts, football nine and a half. Argos Eskimos over 54. Argos over, Argos over. Seven point teaser, Scout Radio next.